coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, a video game music playlist to hold you to your New Year's resolutions. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Hey, Patrick. How's it going? Going pretty well, Mark. How, how, how are you doing today? Oh, man. I've got a brand new thing of chapstick. Yeah. I'm kind of getting over a cold. Yeah, you're a new man. <laughs> I'm feeling great. <laughs> we've, we've got a new lease on life. Yeah, my lips are refreshed. Mm-hmm. Uh, is So you told me this is not a plug right. or anything. Burt's, no. Burt's Bees. Burt's Bees. I'm, my, I cannot function without it. Uh, I've what, been using it for so long that I am my like body relies on it. Right. What happens if you try a different chapstick? It just doesn't satisfy me like right. Burt's Bees does. <laughs> sure. Okay. Like, sure, it'll work for a little bit, or you know, like if I don't know that your tone of voice was selling <laughs> that like kind of shoulder roll <laughs> and like uh mark i'm not a believer i like so i will go into a store and if it doesn't have bird's bees i will well if i'm looking for turn over the magazine (laughs) if i'm looking i should clarify if i'm looking for bird's bees if i go into a store and i'm not looking for bird's bees and they don't have bird's bees it doesn't bother me if i go into a store and i'm looking for bird's bees it doesn't have it i will not settle for another chapstick i will search out a store that has bird's bees do you keep a surplus of Burt's Bees in your apartment. I would if I was smart. Oh, oh, okay. But well, I'm not and I don't. Uh, well, then I have a perfect idea for a birthday gift uh, like 11 months from now. <laughs> uh, so I'll just log that away and forget. It's cold outside. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, yes. Uh, weather report. <laughs> it is cold outside. Um, yeah, overcast. Mm-hmm. Rainy, more rain than when we had El Nino. Get yeah. it together, meteorologists. Yeah, I mean, who's the Nino now? Truly. <laughs> Are we all the Nino? Is that how that, en- is that, that, how that ends? That might be. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, had thought earlier today that I, I didn't work today. Um, and I thought it would be nice to go uh, for a walk or a run or whatever. But it was uh, too chilly in LA to just casually do that. So I didn't. It was like 60 degrees. It was like a high of 53, Mark. Well, but you did qualify like chilly for LA. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, it's wrong to say cold ever, I think, when you're talking about LA weather. So chilly, I'm okay with. Mark, we're going to skip what we've been playing today. Yeah. And we're going to skip the debug and we're going to skip news and we're going to skip uh the other features on the show uh and we're because we're we're talking the new year it is currently the new year Mm -hmm. uh welcome to it it's 2017 uh we're happy with this number 17 we think it's a good number um things are about to get crazy here in a week or two with nintendo switch stuff yeah, they definitely are about to get crazy. We're about to be super positive on some stuff and super negative on other stuff. So we thought, why not right now? When, you know, our the new year's fresh in our mind, uh-huh. we're kind of easing back into life after the holidays. Mm-hmm. 
the craziness of Nintendo Switch news has not hit us yet. Right. Our blood is not yet boiling. Because it'll get there. Oh, yeah. Why not take some time to focus on us, right? Do mm-hmm. a little work on us. Uh, and, you know, we also know it's time for resolutions, right? Like, what are... Mark, how, how do you feel about New Year's resolutions? And do you ever do them? Do you have one now? I, I don't generally set New Year's resolutions. Okay. But, you know, I think I always have goals that I'm working towards. Always have goals? To... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sounds exhausting. It is. Uh, it sounds that way. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never had a goal. <laughs> Um, yeah, what about you? You New Year's resolution fellow? I, uh, no, not normally. Um, oh, great. So then we picked this perfect. Well, but I will say that I, I can't, like, I don't necessarily have a New Year's resolution, but, um, I recently saw La La Land, um, which, uh, great movie. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and has this sort of undercurrent of, um, you know that these people would have better lives if they were just more unapologetically um adventurous in their art and supportive of each other and so um that has made me think that I want to be more unapologetically adventurous of my art and supportive of the people I love so it's not a new year's resolution per se so much as modeling my life after characters in a movie i enjoyed <laughs> but if you listener uh are interested in buckling down for your new year's resolution be it workout related or like you're gonna write that thing or get into that get a new job or whatever um mark and i thought we would put together some like getting to it playlists from a video game music yeah i have like a writing project that i'm really excited about like digging into yeah this year and uh and Patrick and I both write for a comic book website, mm-hmm. Retcon Punch. So when I'm doing writing for that or just, you know, like working on things in general, yeah, there's like certain video game music that I like to have playing, you know, that like like helps me motivate to work or, wow, that was not a Helps me motivate to work. Helps me to motivate work. to work. <laughs> it sounds like you're motivating someone else to work. and Or the- that I'm motivating myself like as a means of conveyance to right. work. Well, I mean, sometimes that's important too. <laughs> like you need to go to work. And you're like, Mark, get up. Mark, get up and go to work. Mark, get up and go to work. <laughs> but I use this music, uh, or uh, this is like a selection of the music, part of the playlist that I use when I'm like working on projects that are important to me. Yeah. And we're going to, you know, again, as part of like, easing into the year we're gonna like rest in these clips we're not just gonna be like uh my clip is from mario do that do that and then move on we're gonna like listen to these things and you know maybe talk about how uh we use them or what specifically about it uh like motivates us to get something done or you know helps us like focus in on whatever we'll we'll find out what what we're going to say about all of these things as, as we go um it'll be exciting like that uh, I think you should go first. You think I should go first? Yeah. Okay. Um, Only because when you were like, oh, I was like, I knew we'd have to talk about these, but I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like articulate why I like something. I'll let me listen to Patrick do it, and then I'll base my observations off of his. Uh, okay. Well, so my I, I, I have divided my list into uh, three categories, right? 
we've both done this sort of independently mm-hmm. of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my first category is uh, what I use when I want the work that I'm doing to feel important. Um, so like, Mark, do you ever uh, find this when like you're writing something and you're like, this is dumb. I'm doing a fundamentally dumb thing. Yeah. Right. I mean, Mark, hold on. Mark, are you feeling that right now? No. Mark, do you feel that we're doing a no. dumb thing? No. Right? Do I <laughs> Do I look like I look like I'm doing that? Uh, no. Uh, so whenever I want to add a little bit of, of gravity to something, um, that, that's what these first, I have three, uh, three songs that kind of fall into three pieces of music, I suppose, as none of them have lyrics, so none of them are songs. Um, I'm going with a, a very uh, recent example, a piece from the excellent Shovel Knight, uh, the a soundtrack to which was composed by Jacob Kaufman, Jake Kaufman, um, and you can get all of his music on his Bandcamp page. Um, and the uh, Shovel Knight soundtrack is also available on um, like Apple Music and Spotify and all of that right now. So that's super good. Um, but the, the piece that I really like um, is called the Requiem of Shield Knight, um, or it's also the, uh, the, the Catch Me music, the Catcher. Um, at the end of every level, the, the Shovel Knight is uh, around a campfire, and um, he imagines Shovel Knight, or Shield Knight, who he's rescuing, um, falling from the heavens, and he's just like invaded by a nonstop like, throng of enemies, and you f- kind of like fight them and try to catch her. Um, and it's got this like sad, like lilting, but also determined quality to it. Um, let's listen to it a little bit. So that that's my first pick. Uh Mark, you played a little bit of Shovel Knight, right? Yeah, I'm Oh, excuse me. I'm still working my way through it a uh, little bit at a time. But Yeah, I it, it can be a, a a little bit of a of a difficult game. Um but uh I I find the music to be one of the more like persistent rewards of that game. Um and especially because every level ends with that kind of uh, thing um and that uh that track goes on for another like two minutes um so 
as far as you know video game music is concerned that's like a lifetime right <laughs> um so yeah that's that that's my my first on my list of um feel important feel like grandiose about it, it. uh and while we're in between songs here we should probably delineate like what the criteria is oh okay. like how we're choosing these sure and i i don't mean like for our specific lists mm-hmm. i just mean in general we chose songs or music mm-hmm. tracks from pieces pieces <laughs> <laughs> we chose pieces that uh appeared on a nintendo platform Yes. So not all of mine are Nintendo exclusives. Most of them are, but not all of them are Nintendo exclusives. Right. Well, and that example right there, Shovel Knight, is available on like everything right now. Um, but it was native to um native, is that what I mean? It started on <laughs> it started on Nintendo platforms, so um it felt right to me. Uh and you know, I, I don't I, yeah, all of these I think we can say are pretty closely associated with Nintendo. Or Nintendo hardware. Yeah. Um, you ready for my, my number two entry? Yeah, I'm excited. Oh, uh, yeah. And also, Patrick and I, we made our list independently. Yes. Uh, I don't know what's necessarily what's on Patrick's list. Yeah, we do have one piece that overlaps. Yes. So should, when I get to, I think I may have even listed it last on my list. When I get to it, I should wait and just hand it over to you. And then we'll like close out by talking about the track together. Sure, yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, Peek behind the curtain. Uh, so for my second piece, um, I chose a classic in the same um, sort of sonic vein as uh, the Requiem for Shield Knight. Um, this one from Mega Man 3, one of my favorite games uh, of all time, um, and has a killer soundtrack. Uh, I am choosing the Proto Man theme, uh, or the Whistle Symphony, as it is sometimes uh, referred to. And you hear this like little whistle tag a bunch throughout the game every time Proto Man just like appears in the middle of a, a level to challenge you. Um, but from like this the little fanfare that starts it, it evolves into something again with a lot of the same qualities as the Requiem for Shield Knight, um, where it's both like sad and determined at the same time. So let's just listen to a little bit of that.
man, those uh, NES composers really knew how to do like counterpoint in like a really satisfying way, right? And that one is really interesting to me that it comes from a Mega Man soundtrack because it feels more. Uh, I I can't like I don't know like more. Uh, I I think of Mega Man as more like rock and like really like high energy. Yeah, and I I would say that 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 is generally more of like the Mega Man Sonic identity, but um, uh, Mega Man Three does some weirdly sophisticated storytelling. Um, just like implied in you know who this robot is that appears and fights you a couple times and then eventually helps you um and he's supposed to be like you know one of the robots created by dr light who like he's like your fellow good robot who is maybe just confused because you're a robot fighting other robots and he's like hey man don't mess with the robots i don't know (laughs) yeah there's a sense of like i guess like longing yeah absolutely in the in the music that again you know i don't think of in Mega Man games and that's really cool yeah it's certainly more sophisticated uh from like a storytelling perspective um than I normally expect of Mega Man uh so for my third piece this one actually sort of straddles it's it's my last like um important important feeling one uh I think it transitions nicely into um just the sort of procedural nature of um, using music to like focus you for work. It is the uh, Stickerbush Symphony um, from Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Uh, it's played during the, the level Bramble Blast. Um, I was first directed to this piece of music from Super Smash Brothers. There's a really cool orchestral arrangement of it in Smash. Um, but for this, I'm pulling the original 16-bit version um, from the Super Nintendo. So. Uh, Let's just listen a little. I find it so satisfying how that texture like kind of grows and evolves throughout. Um, like those drums don't kick in until like a minute in and then you're like, Oh yeah. <laughs> Have you ever, there's a Swedish band called the radio department. 
Uh, uh-huh. They, this reminds me so much of their work. And what I, and that makes it so impressive to me because they're doing this on like a 16-bit system. Like listening to these songs in isolation, like Mega Man 3, Donkey Kong Country 2, it, you really do realize like how sophisticated and how, uh, like what amazing musicians the people that are. Oh, yeah. I mean, there, there's these pieces are. There's some like real artistry in a lot of these things. Um, I also think uh, that there are a bunch of sounds that you can hear in um, that recording that sound like textures that are unique to the Donkey Kong Country on Super Nintendo series. Um, there's like a little bit that almost sounds like a voice. Um, and like some of those piano textures also sound a lot like the underwater music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought initially is that, like it sounds a lot like the underwater music. Yeah, it just it it's cool to think that like uh, these games forge a sonic identity beyond um, melodies, you know, that like there are specific sounds that they're like, that's Donkey Kong. That's 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 part of this series. And I I feel like the Super Nintendo really does have a very identifiable like sonic absolutely um landscape whatever like magic they did with that with the sony like sound chip it's and maybe it's just because the super nintendo i played it at such a formative time but it's just like ingrained in my head Mm -hmm. you hear something and you're like that sounds like it's coming from a super nintendo yeah it's interesting have you ever done this where like um you compare the soundtracks of uh games that were on multiple platforms in the the 16-bit era like if you listen to something on um genesis and on the super nintendo that they're it's the same music but function off of different sound chips so like the a, a crunchy you know instrument sounds different on on the two platforms and also uh way different on say like the turbo graphic 16 it's just so neat to hear that like it's not just a recording of music uh put over like all these things have their own hardware and their own software to make these sounds and it's so different from you know basically from like the PlayStation 1 era on as soon as we switched over to CD ROMs yes because then we get a lot more like just straight up midi stuff or like actual recordings of music yeah um okay so now we are into um the the part of my list that is just like procedurally focused it's where um like I just want to get to work and I just want to feel like a little worker bee getting stuff done um so my first pull is uh from Mario Paint uh, just the normal vanilla background music. Um, and I know that this, for me, I equate it with working because I'd made so many movies in Mario Paint as a kid that like the idea of hearing this music while I'm working on something creative is just hardwired into my brain. There's already hundreds of hours of that, of that road laid in my brain. Um, so let's just listen to some of that. Thank you. 
And again, that doesn't make me feel like a, a superhero getting work done. It makes me feel like a you know, like I've I've got a hard hat on and I'm reporting for work. You well, know, we were talking about the unique sonic soundscape of the. Wait, hold on. <laughs> we were talking about the unique sonic soundscape of the SNES, mm-hmm. and that like where it sounds like a church mouse is being played or like a cat is being played like a pipe organ, where yeah. it's like meow, 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 meow. like that is a sound that I identify so strongly with the SNES. Yeah, and I don't think it was on any other system. Yeah, maybe not. I, I think there's actually a lot of that. Spoiler: There's a lot of Super Nintendo on my list. Yeah, same. Um, and I, yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder if that even affects us more, um, than like the visuals of of Super Nintendo games. That like what we want is we want to we want that audio experience. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like that that makes me that makes me just like put my head down and be like, yep, time to time to get to work. I gotta make this dumb little cartoon. <laughs> uh are we ready for my for my next one? Yeah. Uh okay, so um this is uh this is one that I, I definitely use uh for um physical activity but not like working out. Um so so like uh moving or cleaning or anything like that where um it's again very like procedurally based i don't know that i can necessarily use it for writing but if um moving in particular and it's partially because i imagine myself holding something over my head i'm talking of course of the super mario brothers 2 overworld theme uh so i'm just imagining everything i'm carrying as a big turnip um uh listen of that thing is so cool they were about two weeks right after the nes classic edition was released and we were, were playing super mario brothers 2 uh-huh. that i just had that in my head constantly and i was like walking around when i was at work when i was in the shower and yeah it's a great soundtrack for your life uh it's weren't, weren't we counting it as we were playing the game that there are only like five pieces of music in that game yeah there's not much there's, there's the, the overworld, overworld like the uh underground like yeah. do 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 yeah uh, the boss and then uh the bonus level stage is that also the character select screen and then and then the wart music yeah yeah and was there a song in the finale oh yeah so there's also yes there's like six pieces of music in this thing and uh one of them is a huge home run 
I don't know about the rest, <laughs> but that that one is for sure a huge home run. Um, the uh, ne- next item on my list, are we ready for that, Mark? Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is a piece of music from Super Mario RPG. We're going back to the Super Nintendo, <laughs> um, and this this is still under the category of like uh, the sort of procedural nature of um, doing work. It is the the name of the piece is Let's Do the Fuka Fuka, which is the theme music of Nimbus Land, which is uh, Mallow's home world. Um, so when you first uh, take Mallow back to the land that he came from and he realizes that he is not a tadpole, but a cloud, um, Mallow's real dumb. <laughs> uh, but so let's, let's listen to this music. Uh, I like it a lot. So that's the second song on my list that uh, heavily features a whistle, I guess. (laughs) Super Mario RPG has an amazing soundtrack. Absolutely. No surprise, it also shows up a different song on my list. I'm excited to see what what you chose. Um, Yeah, I I think it's also, uh, I mean, one of the things about Super Mario RPG is that it has both the qualities of the Squaresoft music of that era and the Nintendo music of that era. Um, So it means that they're... You know, we were talking about the sonic identity of the Super Nintendo, and you don't necessarily hear that that much in this because they're using a lot of the more orchestral instruments. Like you can hear these sort of pizzicato strings, and there's even like a little, obviously like the regular strings, um, and uh, there's like a little harpsichord sound in there. And I was kind of chuckling to myself. There's like a little tambourine for a second, um, but they're going for the more like real instrument sort of things, uh, which I, I find super neat. Uh, I, we can uh, move on to the, the next. Uh, so the, my next section here is uh, when I want the work to jam, when I want it to be a jam, like when I'm getting stuff done. So what better uh, than to pick a decisive battle theme, uh, this time from Final Fantasy 3 or 6. It was 3 on the Super Nintendo. Um, give me a, a... Mark, do you, do you have um, much experience with, the, with uh, Final Fantasy 6 specifically? 
Uh, yeah. In fact, it also shows up on my list. I'm glad our lists are functionally the same, <laughs> but different. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to see what what you picked. Uh, Just like us in real life. Yes, yeah, so we are functionally the same, <laughs> but different. Uh, so this is uh, the decisive battle music, and again, this is like, this is where we're getting something done, and we're like rocking to it. Those drum and bass parts are so metal. <laughs> like, I just love how uh, how completely they um, like sell this like rock and roll idea. It's uh, also cool having the like Super Mario Brothers two right before we played the Super Nintendo songs, and not just like how more complex they are because they had better tools for the on the Super Nintendo, but even just like length, like how much longer the loop is yeah. before it kicks back in. Like the Super Mario Brothers two. One is fairly short, you know, before it rep- starts repeating itself. Right. Yeah. And this, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting that these have like sections like A, B, A, B, A, B, C, whatever. Um, and that really uh, lends itself to introducing more textures and just being more complicated that way. Um, but I, I'm sure I also have in my brain just like hours and hours of like fighting, you know, whatever boss in that game just over and over again um so yeah i I, i'm pre-programmed to uh want to get it done uh my next pick um is maybe a cheat uh i'm pulling from donkey conga here um this is maybe my favorite piece of music as it appears in donkey conga it is the did you play through donkey conga i yeah i played the first two i and i had four sets of uh bongo drums um i loved this game um and my neighbors in college hated me for it (laughs) (laughs) what's uh this is not the platformer is that jungle beat yes that's donkey kong jungle beat this is this is the just rhythm music game game. yeah Yeah. um and it has there's a good recording of like there's a good mario uh, medley in there pokemon is fun to do in there um and then there's like pop garbage in there too all the small things is in there (laughs) um but uh, the the Zelda theme, or it's like a Zelda medley, uh, and it clocks in in about two and a half minutes. I think we can listen to the whole thing. Um, is it's like it's got this like Latin salsa kind of vibe to it. It's so good, uh, and um, it this almost just more falls under like music that I enjoy listening to, unqualified, you know. Uh, but it can also be a real jam for like getting stuff done.
love every second of that. I like how it's a medley. It has like a little bit of the great fairies fountain mm-hmm, in there and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah, it's super good. And the the Mario medley is also um, it's like the same caliber. Uh, is all the small things a? Nope, it's a straight cover. It's <laughs> they. It's a sound alike. It, it's uh, it's not actually uh-huh. Blink One Eighty Two, but it sounds an awful lot like them. Um, and you know, I, I like the game so much that I'm I played through that song a bunch of times. <laughs> it was like a, a early um Guitar Hero before they got like the actual licenses mm-hmm, for the, mm-hmm. the for the recordings. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I've got one more before our um our common uh piece. Um, not a piece. The small circle in the Venn diagram. That's right. It's a tiny little, <laughs> tiny little sliver in the Venn diagram. Um, I'm uh, staying in the more modern era. Uh, pulling from the Wii, uh, from Super Mario Galaxy, a game that I just love. Um, and uh, like the the whole, it's an orchestral score, right? And it all sounds great. But there was one piece of music in particular from um, Gusty Gardens. Uh, which was just my absolute favorite from the beginning. I feel so heroic uh, doing anything listening to this music. Uh, so let's do some of that. All right, so that that rounds out my list. Um, man, I love that. I love that piece. It's almost more Star Wars than it is. Yeah, I, Mario. I like how. So, uh, and mine is similar, or part of my list is very similar. But I love how so many of these are like we want to like they help us feel heroic when we're doing something. Yeah, you know, which, it's like good like motivation mm-hmm. for us to, especially when you're like working on a project or like something that you're kind of just. Um, doing it for yourself in a lot of ways i mean yeah yeah, you're like publishing it or you're putting it out there but really it's like 
the reason you're doing it is for it's almost just like the act of doing it and like finishing it and putting it out there. Yeah, it's it's like a uh, you're almost doing it for um, like self betterment purposes. You're like, I put this out here so that I can I can have done that. And like, I genuinely feel like creating or like finishing any mm-hmm. creative undertaking that you are doing for yourself that you're like not getting paid for um, is. I mean, yeah, like creating one that you got paid for is an achievement, but doing it for yourself just because you want to do it. Yeah, that's an act of bravery and heroism right there. Like for for real, it's it's so hard to, I mean, I feel like 90% of art is convincing yourself that what you have to say isn't moronic, you know? Uh, so yeah, let's let's feel good about the, the work we're putting out there. Um, not just you and me, but everyone. Yeah, everyone. Yeah. Uh, so th- those are those are my first nine. Uh, and so, Mark, we can travel down your list now. Yeah, well, let's start with one that is on both of our lists. And oh, we're going to start with the one that's on both of our lists? <laughs> yeah, let's oh, do okay. it. Oh, right. okay. This is the overlap one. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah let's, we're switching let's, it up. Let's close them together. Let's close it together? Yeah. Okay, all right. We'll go to the top of my list. Yeah. We'll go to the top of my list. I don't, right. I, I don't mean to throw you off. I did. No, no, no. I prepped this one, and I was like, oh, I don't want to prep a different one. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, uh, Patrick went to a music conservatory, and I'm prefacing, I'm throwing that information out there because I feel like Patrick can talk about music in a much more uh, colorful way than I can. I feel like I'm much more monkey brain, where it's just like me like me, me like, not a like music, <laughs> yeah, me like them a lot. Uh, so yeah, uh, continuing on this vein of like wanting to feel heroic, the first one I have on here is the Punch Out main theme, and it look, it's a total Rocky ripoff, and it is an incredibly hey, effective one. There's nothing wrong with a Rocky <laughs> ripoff. Uh, the version I chose is from the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the versions are good, but this one is like orchestrated, and I really like it a lot. All right, here we go. Man, that's like, I mean, it's a training montage. Yeah, a- absolutely. So that's definitely one of my like workhorse ones. 
when I've just got to get something done and maybe I have like writer's block or I'm stuck or something. Just like the uh, one I the video that I pulled this from has it's just like 30 minutes of that. <laughs> yeah. And it's like perfect. I just set put it. I just keep it on repeat. And I'm just like, all right, it's time to get this done. Um, You mentioned uh, the that it's like a, a real like orchestration of it. Um. But it's really just like the live trumpets, um, and then like I'm not quite sure what the 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 bass uh, instrument is, um, but it's cool how restrained it is. That it's like it's just these like almost mariachi esque trumpets. Man, when those it, trumpets come in, I, so I love good. that part. Yeah, it's really exciting. Like I've just had this in, a smile on my face this entire episode. <laughs> yeah, because we're just listening to music we like, <laughs> just like great music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my next one is from Dragon Quest Three. And this is the overworld theme. And this is another one that, like, this makes me feel like I'm going on, like, a historic quest. Mm-hmm. So th- this is a piece that I uh, like to listen to when it's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And maybe I'm not fully prepared, you know, and maybe I don't exactly know what I'm going to walk in, what I'm walking into. Yeah. But I w- let's give it a shot. So now, Dragon Quest Three, help me place this. Is this uh, Super Nintendo or NES? What are we... I I think it's NES. Okay. Uh let's uh let's listen to the music and then we'll uh figure it out. Okay. I mean, you can hear it. It's a Super Nintendo it title. It is a Super Nintendo title. <laughs> the uh, the organ sound uh, is like I. It probably is actually identical to the um, sound they use in Link to the Past over and over again. There's this very specific organ quality. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Super Nintendo songs you can hear those uh, similar instruments and similar sounds it's across so cool. games. Yeah, a finite number of instruments they could use. That's so cool. Um, that that's a really neat piece of music. Um, I don't think I'd ever heard it before. Uh, I most of my Dragon Questing experience uh, was from the 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 very first game, um, which m- is maybe a little bit weak in the music department. But that that was really cool, and I kind of want to check out more. Yeah, a little bit later, I have one from Dragon Quest Nine, which was on the DS. Oh, cool! And it's orchestrated, and again, it's just like I. It it reminds me of like a, a Studio Ghibli film. Sure. Like the we'll get to it when we get to All it. Right. Uh, but I'm gonna stay on the SNES uh, RPGs. RPGs. Mm-hmm. And this here we're moving into more like uh, 
chill territory where okay so uh when i'm working on something i have like two modes one where i like it's very mood based yeah right so like even if i know i have to get something done but my mood is kind of blue or i'm feeling you know like yeah for whatever reason well and sometimes you have to feel different things in order to write different or to work on different projects so this is a music that for when i'm feeling you know like a little more melancholy maybe but still hopeful yeah and so this is from chrono trigger and it's peaceful days it's one of the probably one of the most well-known pieces from chrono trigger can you place it in the game is it uh it's i think it's from like the very beginning before anything has Oh, really like okay started happening so it's not the the piece that starts with the clock is it no okay uh let's listen to it and then we'll and then we'll talk I like that one for projects that feel very personal to me because mm, just okay. that music like conjures uh, memories of walking home from school when I was like in fourth grade and it being like an autumn day and that low winter sun, you know, is beginning to set already. Like, yeah, that it, it feels very, I think this is intentional, but very like homey. Like um, the, the games does such a good job of establishing like, what chrono's normal is like what his day-to-day his home life you spend like the first half hour of that game just like at the street fair um and like that's the music that's playing the whole time and it just it feels warm and like cuddly and it's got that i I don't know if like you want to call it like a, a flute or a clarinet whatever the lead instrument there um and then being supported by that string sound feels so final fantasy to me like it feels very Final Fantasy two, very Final Fantasy three, and very Chrono Trigger. So, man, what an awesome pull! I could have just sat in that forever. <laughs> uh, the next one I'm excited about. So, this is Dragon Quest nine. It's called Hills and Meadows. It's like the overworld music. 
Mm-hmm. And this one kind of splits the difference between being heroic because it's a Dragon Quest game. And so much of that is just like, you're a hero. You know, it's very cartoony. It's very like, you're a hero and you're setting out to do good. Um, but at the same time, it has kind of like a pastoral quality to it mm-hmm. that uh, makes it feel a little more relaxed than some of the more like anthems. Yeah, okay. Uh, so let's play a little bit of this. Wow, that's like a real piece of music. Yeah. It reminds me a lot also of, um, there are these two French movies called My Father's Glory and My Mother's Castle. Mm-hmm. And it's a, like a biographical film kind of about just this like young man and him like in the countryside of France. And th- that's like the imagery that my mind conjures up is just like beautiful rolling hills. Um, yeah, it's like a nice mix between there's like especially at the end there there's that kind of like more like adventurers theme, but the beginning is just very like paints a picture, I feel like. Yeah, well and like the orchestration in that is really really special. Like uh it it feels like very mature and like the way it moves around the orchestra. Um really really nice piece of music there. Um, thanks for bringing that one. Mark. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've enjoyed this because there's like ones from your list that I'm like, Oh, I am absolutely adding this to my playlist right. going forward. It's great. Uh, so the next one's an oldie, but goodie legend of Zelda, twilight princess, the great fairies fountain, obviously great fairies fountain is from a ton of different games, but I really, I think this is my favorite version of it. Uh, now hold on a second because the link that you provided for me um is, has proven to be busted. So oh. let, let me let me find it. You keep talking about it for a second. <laughs> uh, I listened to so there's great like YouTube compilation videos, 
that have all of the great fairy fountains. Ooh. And they're all great. Um but uh and they really kind of like maintain a uh consistency through all of them. Mm-hmm. I'm and I won't say any more th- thing more than that because I was gonna say something not positive, but this has been such a positive. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. That, let's, let's just be positive. Yeah. So I I found a thirty minute video. Of it, so <laughs> that was probably the one I. Okay. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. What I like about this specific or like version of it mm-hmm. is <clears throat> the beginning is pretty much just like classic Great Fairies Fountain, like not that dissimilar from a 16-bit version. Yeah, that 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 harp line has been kind of unmolested for 20 years. And then occasionally like the strings will come in. Yeah. And then they'll fade out and then they'll come back later. And th- I really like this piece for when I am um like brainstorming basically. Well, you know, when I'm like in a piece and maybe I have writer's block or something and I'm just trying to think, yeah, you know, and like, like consider in it. Yeah. 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 I find it very helpful for that because it's not so overly complex. Mm-hmm. Um, and you found a 30 minute version again. That's perfect. You can just kind of like sit in it and just it's beautiful. And you just like, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, is there a version of it might be the Ocarina of Time one that has like a choral backing component where there are like voices singing along yeah i i'm sure there is a version or i is it from the ocarina of time or is it the version from the like uh symphony of the goddess i don't know i can't really remember whatever it is it it i was gonna say that that feels like gilding the lily like that's too much um it's it's such a pretty and like simple uh line harpists (laughs) all harpists Know this piece of music. <laughs> You'll kill at weddings. Yeah, it'll kill at weddings. <laughs> the four nerds at the wedding will be like, Woo! <clears throat> so the next one is more modern. Um, it's Professor Layton's theme. Hey! From pr- the Professor Layton games on the t- DS. Uh, great. I, I don't know much about um, Layton. I mean, like, I'm familiar with the games, but I've never played one. They're very... They've... Uh, <clears throat> did an excellent job of capturing this sense of like European, yeah, just like Europeanism and like the animation feels very European. Mm-hmm. Um, very like is it, t- Tintin. Is, is it level five? It is, okay. yeah. So, it's, and the music also captures a little bit like that, like European flair. Okay. Um, they're really fun games. They like a lot of level five games are 
the same mechanics over and over. Yeah. But the uh the character design, like they're they all feel really lovingly made. Mm -hmm. And I definitely recommend like checking them out. What uh what kind of work do you normally do for uh with, with this music? This is one where, uh, fittingly, where you're trying to figure stuff out, <laughs> right? Because yeah. it's very again, it's this it's very relaxing music, um, but so it's just perfect for kind of like sitting in your thoughts, sure, and so, like puzzling through something. Yeah. So when someone's like, "Oh, we need you to help solve this crime," <laughs> can you move these pegs around so that when you jump over them, you remove one? Yeah, I mean Sherlock Holmes would listen to this music. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like so many of my choices are like, and I guess it's very telling about me, but it's like, oh, when you're like locked in your own head and trying to, you know, like find your way out. That's the only way to do it, right? Let's uh, listen to some of Professor Layton's theme. Very murder on the Orient Express, you know, like masterpiece mystery. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I really like um, it kind of trading off between like the the violin sound is obviously like a, a MIDI sound, um, as is the accordion. But like just playing those two off of each other, it sounds very French. Like, I don't know, that, that, that's, that's a cool little piece of music, Mark. I like it. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you got next? Yeah, so next is, here we go, like Final Fantasy 3 slash 6. Uh, Terra's theme. Ah, uh, did um, is this uh one of so there are like um like fully orchestrated versions? Or are we going to listen to like as it appears in? in I believe in the, game? the link that I included, assuming it's not broken, is... it appears not to be broken so far. <laughs> I'm stalling because there's an ad. <laughs> <laughs> is the uh uh version from the game? Uh, great. Um, how do you? This is sort of sad music, right? Yeah, a little bit, but it's all, uh, I don't know. There's something, again, like, sp again, maybe it says a lot about me, but like splitting the difference between that, like going out there and getting it, but also uh, a little bit of melancholy. Sure. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's listen to a little bit of it and then talk about Final Fantasy VI forever afterwards. <laughs> Thank you. 
No, so I'll work to this music, but I'll also like exercise this music, like running. Yeah. I like it for running a lot because it kind of it has a rhythm to well, it. It's got that really persistent, um, almost like military snare drum, and it just like makes me feel like oh, like it sounds like adventuring music, like from something from Lord of the Rings or something like that, where you're like on a quest, you're out there, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, oh yeah, it's it, like a destination you have to like go, and it might be difficult to get there, but that's like you know the journey is. Yeah. Well, this is also the, um, in addition to being just Terra's theme, it's also the overworld map um, in the world of balance, the first half of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And the first half of the game is uh, like defined by um, like resistance and rebellion. And like it, so in that way, it feels very empowering. The, The second half of the game is like finding hope amid hopelessness. So the music is much more dire. Um, But like in this one, it still feels like there's a world of possibilities in front of you. Um, and I feel like that comes through in the music really well. Um, and man, when those French horns come in as like the, the kind of like under the, the support track, that's super cool. And just like, it feels so warm and good. So the next one on my list is, I guess, probably the only one on both of our lists. Well, anyways, that is on like multiple systems. Oh, okay. but Because this one is from Okami. So it originated on the PS2 and was later ported to the Wii. But I think this game is so beautiful that I wanted to include it. I think that's legit. Also, Okami is uh, developed by Capcom? Clover. So yeah, so it was Clover Studios for Capcom. I think this was possibly their last game before they were closed Mm. and uh, scattered to the winds and some of them reformed under Platinum Games. Uh, it's it's interesting to note how many of uh like basically everything we've pulled is either Nintendo developed, Square developed, or uh, Capcom developed. And there's great and like I uh as far as great video game music goes, like Konami is yeah, you know Konami in there as well. Job, but yeah. that's uh I don't know, like that's so rock and roll a lot of times that I find it a little right yeah a little like aggressive to work to. Yeah, like, you have a hard time listening to like. Castlevania, like fighting Dracula, music. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. It's like just stressful. <laughs> um. So this is from Okami. Uh, it's Shinshu Plains, and I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, but it is. If you have any corrections, <laughs> you can email them to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail dot com. And uh, a lot of my choices earlier had been. There's like a, there's an undercurrent of melancholy through all of these. Absolutely. This this one is pure uh, joy, basically. I mean, in the game, you're basically a, like a dog Zelda or zog, dog like Wolf Link. Link. <laughs> yeah, like Wolf Link, like running around and with like all the joy the dog has. So like imagine barking in like being part of this because it's not in this, but it happens all the time in the game. Uh-huh. Like it's like like imagine being a happy dog. I, and all, how carefree that is. I can't imagine a better uh, endorsement for something than, imagine you're a happy dog. <laughs> yeah, so this is like great when I am not necessarily like struggling through a piece and things are just like flowing and I just want to keep that going. Thank you. 
yeah i don't even know what you know like yeah sometimes i feel bad having to talk after these because the music's so beautiful you, you don't want to break the, like, the silence with, yeah with our horrible voices <laughs> are like mistakes of god uh, <laughs> um it's got uh uh, it might just be um, from like the quality of that like flute or whistle or whatever like the lead instrument is there, but it's got that very like ancient Japan mm-hmm. sound to it. Um, it's the same quality. I know this is uh, China, not Japan, but the same quality that like these scores to um, Tan Dun scores to like Hero or Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, that same sort of like transparency in the textures there. That's really cool and uh, yeah. Good, good pull, Mark. <laughs> so sometimes you can't, uh, you know, just like <clears throat> your brain in general, in general, is not good at being focused at one task for a long time. And so I find that's true for. Are you speaking to me directly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your brain is not good. Everybody else is fine with it. Patrick is a freak. <laughs> but no, you know, like uh, it's why really we shouldn't. When you're like studying and stuff, it's harder to retain information. If you are just pounding, if you're basically just like forcing your brain to focus on one thing yeah. all the time, your brain isn't, can't do that. Um, and same with, so I find that when I'm working on something, especially like writing that, or really anything, like having some like breaks in the texture are important. Oh, interesting. And so these next two pieces are like uh, a little different. Like they're not as uh easy to like fade into the background when you're like working on something they like draw attention to themselves and i appreciate them for that i like having them in the list for that that is really interesting mark i'm I'm excited to listen to these so the first one is from super mario sunshine hey and it's uh bianco hills it's just kind of like a uh, background music when you're running around the town uh let's go I like it because it's still pleasant. It's not like an attack on you, but it's like, so, but it's like there's so many different. I don't know what you call it, like not movements, but like so many different sections, and they sound pretty different. And the um, instrumentation, maybe because like the, uh, it doesn't doesn't have steel drums in it, but it has that sort of like 
uh, rhythm and flavor to it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. That it just feels a little more like exciting. Well, and you, you know, have to pay a little more attention to it. Yeah. And even like there at the end where we're like a, a minute or so in, it's still throwing like new and surprising textures with that sort of like timbali kind of like that kind of almost a Yoshi music. Um, you know how whenever you hop on Yoshi, there's like an extra drum track. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I like got major vibes of that. And um, also there's a little bit where it's doing... Um, like low string accompaniment which sounds a lot like the low strings in um super mario 64 doesn't it sound like immediately identifiable mario even yeah. though it's not yet like immediately identifiable 3d mario specifically even though it's separated by console generations and uh using none of the same themes yeah yeah that's that's a that's a cool pull mark and so and then the next one is from super mario rpg Hey, and it's uh, Super Mario RPG, <laughs> and it's a uh, seaside town, and it's weird because I I feel like Super Mario RPG I want to say is an unsung hero of game soundtracks, but I don't know that that's true. I I don't think it's held up like in the in the same not that it has that it doesn't hold up, but that people don't hold it up uh, in the same way that the rest of these Square sixteen bit RPGs or even then the um, Mario games really are. Um, but yeah, I actually, uh, I was like, I'm going to put one Super Mario RPG piece on my list. And then I was like, oh God, but which one? I also <laughs> limited myself to one <laughs> for that very reason. So it's a great soundtrack. Next time we do this, we'll each do 10 from Super Mario <laughs> yeah, RPG. Yeah, we'll just play the Super Mario RPG soundtrack. <laughs> just talk so about why we like each one. Um, so yeah, this is Seaside Town. This is another one that, similar to uh, Bianco Hills, is not like aggressive, but sounds different from what's come before and so it kind of forces you to pay attention to it if it comes up in your playlist it like jolts you out of complacency almost cool has this great like ragtime piano going on and at the same time it kind of reminds me of the beach boys sure <laughs> um yeah it, it, it's definitely got um this is a, like another example of um it being square music borrowing um elements from super mario brothers um like there's a lot of that syncopation that you hear and like just like the regular like mario overworld theme the athletic theme um so again you're like imagine me and my like this like chill playlist like chrono trigger you know dragon quest 9 
uh, Great Fairies Fountain, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, ragtime piano yeah. kicks in. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, you're like, oh, okay, great, great, great. It, like, gives yourself a break. I really like that. Uh, and then, Mark, <clears throat> that, that brings us, we've both done nine now. Uh, so that brings us to our common track. Uh, why don't you tee this up here? It's uh, from F-Zero. Woo. And it's Mute City. Uh, yeah, so F-Zero man it's all about speed it's all it's all it's all about speed it's got to go fast in a much better way than sonic <laughs> the hedgehog um yeah this music's incredible um i i was uh did the same thing with this one where i was like okay only one from f-zero yeah um, yeah there were a couple i was considering yeah because uh, I, I run to the f-zero soundtrack too that's, that's like on my you know like because it just makes sense to me it thematically yeah, makes sense you gotta go fast uh so there there's like um two minutes of this so let's just listen to the whole thing and then um afterwards uh they there's a, like a re-recording reorchestration of it for um mario kart 8 which has a little bit of the same sort of like latin flair to it that the uh zelda one from uh donkey konga has not quite so much but so we'll, we'll play this we'll talk about it and then we'll play the other one too um just i just love that this music lives you know <laughs> It also just fits like the future aesthetic of that game so well that like it's um you know it, it's going for like a, a more realistic trumpet sound but like everything else is all very like unapologetically electronic. You also, know? as a Super Nintendo launch title, what like a like welcome to sixteen bit. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a super baller introduction of like this is what we sound like now. Uh, so this music gets um. Obviously, uh, Captain Falcon is a staple of the um, Smash Brothers games, 
So, you know, it, it turns up there in various remixes and, you know, the, the Smash Brothers games are almost more notable for being museums of uh, music and concepts than they are for even being fighting games. Um, but that's one of the wonderful treasures of like the smashification of Mario Kart uh, with the most recent uh, edition of the game is that we get some of this music re-recorded. Um, there's a there's a Zelda track in in Mario Kart 8 that has like a really neat uh, arrangement of Zelda themes, and uh, Mute City is one of the tracks, and so we get this kick in recording of uh, Mute City, and it's all like uh, a, a band and orchestra. It's super cool, Mark. I I don't know if you've heard this before. No, I don't think I have. All right, awesome. Um, and I have heard it a bunch because I've put more hours into Mario Kart 8 than I have any other game on the Wii U. Um. But there's no way to change the like level of sound effects and uh, music volume in that game. So it's just you hear the music, sure, but like you know, Baby Daisy is yelling over <laughs> it all the time, uh, except for now. So both of the like, there's a big saxophone solo and a big guitar solo, <laughs> uh-huh. and they're both awesome. But that guitar solo is crazy. <laughs> it's like just straight out of control. Uh, are there is there like a horn section in there? Uh, I, I mm, or is that just the? It might be um the guitar and the saxophone playing together. Oh wow. Um. Yeah, there's uh, it's so cool. Yeah, that's a, yeah. I don't think I've heard. Is it from the DLC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started adding uh, tracks and characters from 
other games in in the DLC. Yeah, I've played. I think I've played some of the first DLC, but Mm -hmm. yeah, this one's totally new to me. That's awesome. Super cool, right? Um, So you've got choices if you want to listen to uh, Mute City music. You can either listen to uh, the the OG Super Nintendo (laughs) version or the Mario Kart 8 version, and like a thousand different flavors in between. Um, So that's going to do it for our lists, right? Yeah, that's uh, music we like working to. So hopefully you found something that you like working to, maybe even just listening to this podcast and skipping ahead 15 seconds when (laughs) you get to us talking. Yeah, and if you... We'd love to hear like Nintendo video game music you love to work to. Yeah, absolutely. And of course you can send, uh, just send links uh, or tell us what the, the what, what the, the music is to Nintendo cartridge society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Or you can tweet them at us at Nincart society uh, or uh, slap them on the Facebook page, which is just Nintendo cartridge society. Um, so Mark and I have been working in secret on a special little project. Uh, it's a Metroid Other M play along mini series. Is that what we're calling it? Yeah. Okay. It's it's something like that, uh, where uh, we invite you to play along with us as we play Metroid Other M. Now, it's not a play along in like a, uh, it's not a it's not a let's play. It's not a series of videos where you watch us play. Instead, uh, Mark and I have a little conversation at the beginning. And then we play maybe an hour and a half or so of Metroid Other M, and then we get back together and talk about what we just experienced. And it's like the like the video game version of television show recaps, or like a book club. Maybe. Yeah, if yeah. You book were, club's a better. I mean, maybe no one really does book club that way, where it's like, okay, read two chapters for next week. You go like a month, and then like half the people don't read the book, right? <laughs> So uh, we'll, I think we're going to be putting out the first one of these this week. So if you see an extra um, Nintendo Cartridge Society in your um, uh, podcast app uh, later this week, don't be surprised. <laughs> uh, and if you want to listen along and play along, uh, Metroid Other M is, is available on Wii U for 20 bucks, um, or you can find it in uh, you know a dumpster somewhere and play, <laughs> and play it on your Wii. Um, uh, and you know, if you are not interested in uh, Other M or playing along or listening as Mark and I complain about the game, uh, heads up, there's some complaining about this game, uh, then you can sit this one out. But uh, I encourage people to check it out. It's turning out to be a, a, a fun project from our end, right? I, I, would you say that you're enjoying the experience of playing the game, even if we're complaining about it yeah and i would in a weird way almost say if you never never played other m before because you've heard it's terrible this might be a fun way to do it because we're hoping it'll be like patrick and i've been playing it in the same room yeah and so we're hoping it'll be like playing it with friends where you will be able to play it and then complain about it with us right instead of just having to have the isolated frustrating experience yeah there, of playing another M. there are many times while playing this game where you want to turn to the person uh on the couch with you and go what or just laugh at something together because i will say while it is a game that has a lot of problems it is also a game with a lot of ideas so many ideas and i think that has been in the discussion of how terrible or how bad it is, you know, like the that has been glossed over. And so while we do do our fair share of complaining, um, I, I still think, you know, if you were ever interested in the game, it's whether you listen to 
these episodes or not, I it's worth picking up just to engage with the ideas. Sure. And especially, I think, if you can find it at like a, a bargain. A bin. dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> I find it in someone's dumpster. <laughs> 20 bucks might be too much to pay for this. Uh, again, if you have uh, spoilers for the movie Split, mm-hmm. we are in the month of We're January. We're in now. the month of January. Uh, so uh, email those to Mark, of course, uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society at gmail.com. At gmail.com. I was. <laughs> oh my God, my heart just stopped. Uh, follow us on Twitter, like I said, Nincart, at Nincart Society, and the Facebook page is just Nintendo Cartridge Society. Uh, if you have a second, we would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, tell your friends about us, right? Your friends mm-hmm. uh, and your enemies. Anyone, <laughs> anyone you, you think. A contest have. is coming. Yes, contest forthcoming. We have not forgotten about the contest. Mark, I, I just sort of forgot about the contest. <laughs> I haven't. Okay, Mark is remembering that there's a contest in play here. Um, also, while you're checking out um, or while you're rating us or reviewing us, you can check out other stuff on the What's a Creative Podcast Network. We are part of that and we like it. Um, if you like uh, Mark and Mind's opinions on stuff, we do write uh, about comic books on retcompunch.com. Olivia Duncan made our music. I, nope, not true. She made our logo. Our music <laughs> is provided by 8-Bit Betty and you can find his music on 8-Bit Betty's website or by listening right now. From my co-host Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying you can probably run to all of this music, right? You can run to all of it. Thanks for listening. What's a creative podcast network?